Hello, brothers and sisters. This is the Solidarity Podcast from Teamsters Local 769. I'm Brian Besbiati, but everybody calls me Bez. In this episode, we'll have news from our recent general membership meeting, as well as a look ahead at the fight for a strong UPS contract and the battle in Tallahassee. Let's take care of the usual housekeeping first. Please rate and review our podcast on whichever platform you listen. Spread the word about the podcast to all of our members. And we can't say this enough. We'd love to hear your feedback and questions, so reach out to us on social media, email us at podcast at teamsterslocal769.org, or call our Solidarity Podcast voicemail line at 786-456-7936. Leave us a nice voicemail or ask a good question, and we may even use your audio in an upcoming episode. Let's begin with some news. Hi, this is Dan Allen in West Palm Beach, UPS, and you're listening to the Solidarity Podcast by Teamsters Local 769. On Tuesday, the 7th of March, the 2023 Florida legislative session begins and several attacks on working families are anticipated. We will have more on this later in this episode. Here is a segment from our February general membership meeting where Josh Zivilich, Local 769 President and Principal Officer, told the members in attendance about the fight ahead. I'd like to bring up that we're headed back to Tallahassee. There's some bad bills we talked about last month with regard to trying to fight back some of these bills over the public sector and the dues deduction. We know that's going to be a very uphill fight. We know that the governor is feeling bulletproof and is about to announce that he's going to run for president. But we're hoping and we're going to work very diligently to make sure that everybody knows that we shouldn't be promoting somebody who's got such an anti-union agenda, right? So look for your local union. We're going to have some of our agents and our activists heading up. We put together a schedule. In fact, Andy Mattis, who Everybody here knows a business representative who handles a lot of our public sector uh, was at our meeting today, but he headed up to Tallahassee to begin working on things from the Teamsters perspective. So we're definitely not going to lay down on that fight, and we are going to need everybody to be involved in that. With that, look for some more communications from the local union and how you can be helpful in alerting your state senators or state representatives to oppose this bad legislation. It's a fundamental right for union members to be able to support their union if they want to, and for the governor to just decide, hey, you know, public sector employees can't support their union is, there's ladies in the audience, but, you know, there's some language we could use to address it. And unfortunately, this is the fifth, sixth, or seventh year in a row we've had to deal with this. So let's, let's please make our voices heard on it, and you'll be hearing more. Also at our general membership meeting, Recording Secretary Steve Myers read a thank you letter received by the local. The other piece of communication is dated January 26, 2023. Dear David Renshaw, on behalf of the Human Rights Diversity Commission, we would like to thank you for your hospitality during our visit to Fort Myers, Florida, in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Meeting the local gentleman, Michael, and being able to hear his story from a completely different viewpoint was astonishing and humbling. Being able to see firsthand the devastation months after Hurricane Ian made landfall was heartbreaking. However, the stories told in the sights we witnessed during our short visit brings light and warmth to a grim situation. 
Your involvement and dedication in the Teamsters Disaster Relief Fund is priceless, and your compassion to assist those in crisis is unrivaled. There is no better relief for Teamsters than to be given a helping hand by organizations like the Teamsters Disaster Relief Fund. The media soon forgets personal strategy. However, genuine examples of concern are shown through the work of dedicated fellow union members like yourself and the countless others that risk their own safety to bring hope to those in desperate need. Thank you for all the work, hard work, dedication that you bring to not only our fellow brothers and sisters, but to all that were affected in the midst of a disaster. Those of the Human Rights and Diversity Commission look forward to working with you and expanding our outreach from this point forward. In unity, Anthony M. Rosa, Director, Human Rights Diversity Commission. I think Brother Renshaw deserves a round of applause. He's And finally, recipients of the 2022 Teamsters Local 769 Scholarship were announced earlier this year. Join me in congratulating the following children of Teamster members. Juan J. Acosta, son of Brother Juan Acosta from UPS. Ida Alvarado, daughter of our UPS brother Alex Alvarado. Tamia Brownlee, daughter of Brother Michael Bryant from T-Force. Jessica Dotsey, daughter of John Dotsey at Indian River County. Jason Fernandini, son of Brother George Fernandini from ABF Freight. Alec Gambino, son of Cleveland Clinic Indian River Medical Center Teamster Barbara Gambino. Jace Joseph, son of our UPS brother Josh Joseph. Paige McDonald, daughter of Vero Beach brother Robert McDonald. Sarah Moosebrugger, daughter of sister Jennifer Moosebrugger from Cleveland Clinic Indian River Medical Center. Jacqueline Vinci, daughter of UPS member David Vinci, and Jake Wood, son of sister Kimberly Wood at Air Canada. Once again, join me in congratulating these fine young graduates, and we wish them all the best in their future endeavors. We'll be back after this. Teamsters Local 769 is continuously seeking to provide our members with benefits and programs that increase the value of their membership. That's why we are pleased to announce a new program for members only. The leadership of Local 769 recently approved a partnership with Fidelity Mortgage, which offers to provide a concierge mortgage and refinance service to the local union members. Fidelity has developed a comprehensive program to streamline the mortgage and home refinance process. To learn more about what Fidelity has to offer, visit our website at TeamstersLocal769.org. We are confident that Fidelity is a union-friendly company that will offer excellent personal service to our members. If you are buying your first home, a new home, or wish to refinance, we hope you take advantage of this exclusive benefit to members of Teamsters Local 769. We're joined now by some stewards and another agent, Chuck Tomey, who just happened to attend a grievance coordinators meeting. And we were discussing, among other things, contract news. And, and basically right now, I'll throw it around the room and we'll introduce each of the members here in attendance, starting on my left. Good afternoon, Ryan. It's Dan Allen. I'm from the West Palm Beach Building, UPS, Grievance Coordinator and Shop Steward. We right. have Chuck Tomey here, Teamsters Local 769, business rep for UPS and other industries. 
Percio Diaz, shop steward out of Deerfield Beach, Florida, uh, grievance coordinator. Sean Bryson, shop steward out of Hialeah and grievance coordinator. Let's see. So why don't we go around the horn here and, you know, each of you guys take a, a, a turn at, uh, at talking about what you guys got out of today. What were some of the topics discussed and, and what do you feel the members need to know? Yeah, we do these coordinator meetings once a year, sometimes more frequently, but we, we get around and we all discuss all the different problems that are going on in the shops and things that way we can improve on, you know, how we can help our members and serve our members. and. After these meetings, we like to get back to the shops and talk to the people about the certain topics that we touched on. And so one of the topics we spoke about today was the seniority list and how important seniority is and how important it is to monitor your seniority list in your shop because it's a living, breathing document that changes sometimes as much as from month to month. And so you need to keep checking up on it, making sure that you know, you're in the right place. If somebody new comes into your facility, if they're a transfer, they should entail and go to the bottom of the list. They don't dovetail if you're a UPS employee, that is, because I know there's other shops that have different seniority systems, but me being a UPS employee, that's how we do it at UPS. And then to understand that why that list is there. Okay, that's a seniority list that lets everybody, including the managers, know when they have extra work, how they follow the seniority list, where they pull that, that work from. And at UPS is unique in that you have, you might be on two separate seniority systems. In other words, you'll have your building seniority and then you'll have your classification seniority. And what I mean by classification mm -hmm. seniority is you may start out as a part-timer and you'll have a part-time seniority list and then you'll become a 22-3 and you'll be on a separate list. And then from 22-3, you'll go to 22-4, and then you'll be on a new classification seniority list. Always when you change within change classification, you'll go to the bottom of that new list, and then you'll work your way up. Right. So, I mean, it's important that people understand how important seniority is within the workplace because that's the foundational element that, that lets everybody decide when and where and how much they, they work. Right. So, so many are, other articles are tied to the seniority article. Yes. Great. Percio? Yeah. Oh, if I can chime in. And, yeah, uh, go ahead. The seniority issue, you know, the seniority helps you when you're, when you're bidding for, for routes, when you're picking vacations, you know, when moving up into a classification, like if you want to go from packages to feeders and so forth. And... Another one of the topics that we touched on today was about workers' comp, the worker, uh, workers' compensation claims. Yeah. That any employee that gets hurt at work needs to report their injuries uh, immediately. Make sure that their management knows about it. As small as it, at, uh, as the injury could be, that this injury needs to be needs to be reported immediately. Employees need to be aware not to go to their own doctor if they got injured uh, on the job because that, that would uh, complicate things for the, for the employee. The, the company might, you know, might say that you know, the injury didn't happen here if, if, if the employee goes to their own doctor while they got hurt at work. While they're on workers' comp, the, the employees need to, need to make sure that they, um, they're monitoring their, uh, their time cards. Right. So that's some of the important things to do. To keep an eye on while people get injured on the job. Anybody else want to elaborate on the workman's comp? 
Yeah, just a little follow-up on that. Uh, what I hear is people, I didn't think it was that bad. And then you find out, you, know, you go home, you stop moving, you can't get out of bed. So it's important, as minor as it is, make sure it's documented and reported to someone in management. Well, let me let me ask. So when, something, when you get injured on a job, you should report it when? Immediately? Immediately, okay. yes. What else did we get out of today, Dan? We're, we're down here today sharing a lot of information, actually, but one of the pieces of information that we did share uh, was about our upcoming contract negotiations. So I'd like to touch upon one thing. You're going to hear a lot of talk about the contract coming from your fellow Teamsters. Today, in this age, we have a lot of communication. We have the Internet. We have social media, all sorts of platforms for information to be shared. So what I'd like to say is you really have two really accurate forms of information you can receive this from. And I will tell you they are the Teamsters Local 769 website, as well as the UPS Teamsters app. Those are the only two forms of information you should be spreading any information about that you receive. They're accurate, and they'll be updated. Other things that are being shared are just possibly rumors. You're going to hear some rumors from our side. You'll hear some rumors from management side. Just refer to your apps. Um, talk to your stewards. We're going to be having some upcoming craft meetings this year, more so than you'll ever see, to share more information with you. I will highly suggest you get with your coordinators or your stewards to find out when those are going to happen. And this will be something that Chuck talks about here in a minute. But, you know, if a strike action is something or a path forward that is chosen, that needs to be based on good information and not rumors. The, the members that vote on that need to be well-educated on what the issues are, what that entails, and you know the reality of that. And they can't be basing that decision on bad information. This contract expires in five short months, so it'll be here before we know it. So we need to be prepared to take an action if necessary. That's the last thing I believe that anyone wants is to have a work stoppage and a strike, but we need to be prepared if we need to take an action. With the posturing going on and, and all the talk in the media, um, in the event that we would have an action or a strike, we need to make sure our benefits are aware. Number one, you need to be a member to get any of the strike benefits. The strike benefit starts on day one now. If you're, we, we go on strike, you'll start collecting the benefit immediately on day one. Um, your benefit is going to be based on a, the amount of dues you pay. So it's five times your dues rate will be your weekly benefit for the, for the strike. To receive that benefit, you need to be out on the picket lines. We will have strike captains that monitor and check the lines and make sure who's out there to make sure you get your benefit. Additionally, Team Care has committed to maintaining our health care if we go on strike. And that's for the first 30 days, and if we're out longer than 30 days, they'll come back and review that. So you will have benefits, medical benefits. You're going to get paid to be on the strike lines. So let's give an example of the strike benefit. Let's here. go on a full-time package car driver, which is like close to $40. 40 times 2.5 will give your uh, right. dues rate for the month. So 40 times 2.5 is $100. That's their dues rate for the month times well, five. Times five, you would get... $500, $500 per week for the, the week would be your benefit. You are correct. 
So hopefully it doesn't come to a strike. Obviously, you said that you don't want that to happen. I learned something new today. It's a very interesting saying. It was in one of the handouts, and it said, the longer the picket line, the shorter the strike, right? So, I mean, I get asked from guys in the shop all the time, hey, is there going to be a strike? And, of course, I don't know the answer to that question. Or what do we do if there is a strike? But I thought that was an interesting, interesting piece of information in one of the flyers was, and it makes perfect sense, the longer the picket line, the shorter the strike. I mean, that's it's that mm-hmm. simple, right? Yep. It, that's it, what it boils down to. It's pretty simple like that. Um, I, I was a part of the 97 strike, uh, UPS's last strike, national strike. I was a strike captain. I was on the phone, I think, 24-7 talking to members, telling them why they should not cross the picket line. And the more members that would stay out, the shorter the strike would be. I think full participation would be our goal. There's strength in, in mass numbers. It always has been proven that way in history. United we bargain, divided we beg. <laughs> All right. So as far as the things Dan mentioned earlier were the best sources of communication heading into August. So one of those is the Teamsters UPS smartphone app, and another one is our app, which is you can find at teamsterslocal769.org slash app. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. We'll be back after this. Teamsters Local 769 is proud to announce a new benefit that adds more value to your union membership. Members of Teamster Local 769 can now save on travel like never before. Our executive board recently approved another new member service called Wise Traveler, which gives every member free access to a private booking engine offering better prices on hotels, resorts, and weekly rentals that always beat websites like Priceline and Expedia. To begin saving with Wise Traveler, visit our website at teamsterslocal769.org and click on the member discounts link under the members menu. You can also connect using the benefits tab under the member tools section in our smartphone app. Wise Traveler is free exclusively to members of Teamsters Local 769 and comes with no obligation to book, but you'll want to when you see the savings. We are confident that Wise Traveler is a union-friendly company that will offer excellent savings to our members. Try it today and save up to 65% on hotel and resort rates. We're joined right now by business agent Andy Mattis, who just returned from Tallahassee and has a little bit of an update for us on what we face in the next legislative session. Welcome, Andy. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me on today. So give us the lowdown. Well, we're going to be in for another busy session. Right now, we have three areas of focus as far as Teamsters Local 769 is concerned, and I think Teamsters throughout the state of Florida are going to be concerned about. The first one, obviously, is this paycheck protection bill, which they file every year. It was just recently yep. filed yesterday, uh, Senate Bill 256. Okay. Um, again, it goes back to the legislation basically outlining how dues is collected, and it would be illegal if this bill passes for the employer to deduct dues from employees' checks. And a whole slew of other things that are in that bill that are very detrimental to our union and particularly the public sector, but... Um, designed to suppress union membership. Yes, desi- exactly. Designed to suppress union membership. Uh, it's being driven by the governor. And, um, you know, so we're going to be in for a fight on that. Uh, the other issue that we're uh, grappling with, too, is uh, drones. This There was a bill that came up related to drones. I think it's important for our members, and particularly who deliver packages, that we pay careful attention to this because we don't need any robots taking our jobs. Right. 
Uh, that bill basically just laid out how drones can be launched, where from, so on and so forth, and some preemption language in there that wouldn't allow local governments to put any regulatory guidelines in place to preempt anything that the state has already built into the law. Okay. And then we have film incentives. That bill comes up every year, very important to our movie industry folks, and we're hoping that it gets more legs this year, although that's going to be another uphill fight, but uh, it's another bill that we're keeping a close eye on and lobbying for, of course, in uh, hopes that we could get it passed at some point so we could compete with other states that have film incentives. Right. So talk about some of the support that we're going to be asking for. Yeah. So, I mean, while we were up there in Tallahassee last week, and I'll be going back up again next week, we did have the opportunity to meet with a number of different lawmakers. uh, Both sides of the aisle? On both sides of the aisle. We met actually with more Republican lawmakers than we did with Democratic lawmakers. I mean, the Republicans have control. So it's of utmost importance that we're able to walk down both sides of the street and work with those Republican lawmakers who support workers' rights and support our workers. And I'm happy to say, at least from the folks that we met with, there, you know, we ha- Kenny Williams, who is a UPS driver, was with me, mm-hmm. how much these lawmakers appreciate our UPS men and women throughout the state and what they do. Right. We had a nice long conversation about that with them. And then we also talked to them about the bills that I just laid out, and particularly the paycheck protection bill on the dues issue and how detrimental that is to our membership. And we just think it's a bill that's designed just to crush unions. And there's nothing more to it than just that. Right. So we're going to be asking all of our members, regardless of party affiliation, to to join us in this fight this year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the members are the key to this. I mean, we will have a number of lawmakers, and particularly on the Republican side, if this does come down to a floor vote, on any of these issues, but more importantly, in particularly the dues issue, we're going to need eight Republican votes to go with the 12 Democratic votes. And it's going to be imperative that our members who are Republicans that live in those districts of these eight key lawmakers who we will identify at some point, write letters, call, letting them know, hey, look, I'm a registered Republican. I vote. I live in your area. This is a bad bill. This is not good for unions, and we need your support to defeat this. So yes, most certainly we'll be reaching out to our to all of our members, and in particularly Republican members who live in key legislators' districts. Understood. Well, thanks for the update. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Pleasure to be here, and I'll give you an update again in a few weeks when I get back from Tallahassee next week. Sounds good, Andy. Thanks again. All right. Be well. Special thanks this month goes to Chuck Tomey, Dan Allen, Sean Bryson, and Percio Diaz for sitting in on our UPS roundtable, and to Andy Mattis for the legislative update. As always, Teamsters Local 769 Solidarity Podcast is produced by the officers and staff of Local 769, including Josh Zivilich, Roly Pena, and Steve Myers, with contributions by Local 769 business agents and by me, Brian Besbiati. We encourage you to visit our website at TeamstersLocal769.org solidarity. There you will find show notes and additional info as well as links to our social media pages. You can also email us at podcast at TeamstersLocal769.org or you can leave us a voicemail at 786-456-7936. If you leave a message we can use, we may include your comment or answer your question in an upcoming episode. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you find podcasts, and we encourage you to tell our sisters and brothers about the show as well. Our theme song, The Vendetta, was composed by Stefan Kartenberg, and additional music titled Onion Capers by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com were used in this episode, both licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License. Until next time, remember, in unity there is strength. 
Bye, folks. <laughs>